Hi, filmmakers. Jason Brubaker with Film Making Stuff, where we show you how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. I'm talking to you from sunny Southern California, and I would like to welcome you to our show. Today, I want to talk to you about AFM, specifically how to navigate AFM. Um, you know, it's right around the corner. If you haven't heard of it, AFM is the American film market, and I am getting inquiries like crazy from a lot of filmmakers about the proper way to attend AFM and pitch to distributors. So for those of you just getting started, again, AFM stands for the American Film Market. It's a trade show that happens every fall here in Santa Monica, California. So this is a time when established movie buyers and movie sellers set up shop and they meet face-to-face. This is also a time when thousands of hopeful independent filmmakers fly into town from all over the world. Um, And a lot of times they come in from the Midwest here in the United States, or at least that's how it seems. But the mission is the same. They want to sell their movie for maximum profit. So I, you know, every year I make an effort to go out to AFM. Um, I want to meet up with folks that uh, you may or may not know this, but I have a system called How to Sell Your Movie, which is found at howtosellyourmovie.com. And people that sign up for that system are typically very serious about their professional filmmaking career. And I make a point to show up to AFM to meet the folks that have purchased that system. And doing this, what it does is it allows me to, if, if you're one of those people that have purchased it, it allows me to get you know, to know you personally. But it also helps me keep my finger on the pulse of emerging film distribution trends. And over the past few years, um, you know, one thing has become glaringly certain. And that is this. There are a lot of filmmakers that attend AFM each year that fall prey to crappy and ridiculous distribution deals. So before you max out your credit card, before you pack up your bags and fly to Santa Monica, I want you to just take a few minutes to make sure that attending the American film market makes good business sense for you. Um, how to navigate AFM. Now, from a distributor's point of view, what's going to happen is you'll fall into one of three categories. You're either going to be perceived as a hopeful filmmaker, a first-time filmmaker, or a veteran filmmaker. Now, if you're looking to improve upon the way you're perceived, I want to give you some social indicators that may inadvertently lock you into a category. So let's talk about a hopeful filmmaker. The hopeful filmmaker has not yet made a feature film, but they want to. They attend AFM each year so that they can get a lay of the land and make connections. And I want to be very clear here. While most would-be feature filmmakers are earnest, nice people, it is really important to note that AFM, like any other Hollywood event out here, also attracts its fair share of yo-yos. And in this case, you're going to see a dozen, at least, loudmouth, big-talking phonies. So how do you spot a phony? Well, Phony filmmakers, they usually hand out business cards like candy to anybody that's going to listen to their pitch. And so when they're not talking face-to-face with some poor sap, phonies can be found within earshot of a populated area yelling into their phone. Johnny, we're close to getting greenlit for $5 Oh, man, I got to get going. We have another meeting coming up. Yeah, we're awesome. So that you, you probably get the picture. So whenever I witness this type of theatrical display, I got to tell you, I puke just a little bit in my mouth. Let's talk about a first-time feature filmmaker. The first-time filmmaker in most instances has just completed his first feature film. 
and he hopes his movie is going to be the breakout hit that garners millions of dollars in upfront cash advances, complete with a three-picture deal. Now, the first-time filmmaker arrives at AFM, usually flying in from some small town in the Midwestern United States, and they enthusiastically walk from booth to booth, dropping screeners and business cards off at all the distributors that pretend they really care. Now, Here's what happens. Sometime during the third day of networking, the first-time feature filmmaker realizes that he's surrounded by thousands of other first-time filmmakers competing for the exact same deal. And towards the end of AFM, this first-time filmmaker is invariably approached by some unscrupulous distributor who offers to pick up his movie and put it right onto iTunes or Amazon or any of the other accessible marketplaces. And while the deal doesn't pay much money, what happens is the validation that the first-time filmmaker feels from making the deal is more than enough to feel satisfied. The filmmaker gets a big Hollywood deal that they can brag about to their friends, and the distributor acquires licensing rights to a movie for pennies on the dollar. So the results of this dealing prompts the first-time filmmaker to go over into the corner, push aside a group of phonies, pick up his own telephone, and shout into it, Johnny, we just sold our movie. We're going to be on iTunes, and we get to keep a whopping 10%. Whenever I witness this type of display, my heart goes out to the filmmaker, and I cry a little bit inside. Did this filmmaker know that he could have gotten his own movie on iTunes or Amazon or a lot of the other popular platforms? Probably not. Let's talk a little bit about veteran filmmakers. The veteran filmmaker, uh, like my buddy Tom Malloy, and if you haven't heard me talk about Tom before, Tom has actually raised over $25 million to produce his own movies. He's a guy who doesn't ask for permission, and like a lot of veteran filmmakers, he does not need to impress anybody. Veteran filmmakers, they've made several independent features. They have experienced both the good and bad deals, And they can now smell distributor BS from across the lobby of the Lowe's Hotel. These industry pros, they have personal relationships with distributors who can help them get their movies seen and selling. And as a result, veteran filmmakers arrive at AFM, they meet with the people they need to see, and then they make a deal or not. But from there, what makes veteran filmmakers interesting is they silently leave meetings. You don't get a lot of loud phone calls from these guys. They drive home and they probably take a nap. Veteran filmmakers are well over the hype, and they understand that while sexy, filmmaking is still a business where you're producing and selling a product. So here's what you need to know about the American film market. Before you step foot in AFM or fly across the country, you got to get in there and you got to know your objective. You also want to know what value you bring to the distributor. For example, a veteran filmmaker looking to distribute two action movies is going to have a much different objective than a hopeful first-time or newbie filmmaker who is full of awesome movie ideas but really doesn't have much of a track record. So regardless of where you are in your career right now, there's something else that you need to know. And what I'm about to tell you is one of those big distribution secrets that the uh, traditional distributors or the old guard, this is the stuff they do not want you to know. Are you ready? Here we go. Here it is. The majority of modern distribution deals do not pay much money. 
And I'm going to repeat that again in case you missed it. The majority of modern distribution deals do not pay much money. Think about it. If the only offer you get involves putting your movie into iTunes, you have to ask yourself, is this deal worth it? Especially because you can get your own movie on iTunes. And you might be saying, but Jason, I'm above all this stuff. I'm a better filmmaker. My movie is better than most of the other crap that's out there. And I'm here to tell you that I get it. I totally understand where you're coming from. And if you go out there and you look around and you Google a lot of things, you're going to find a lot of other distribution gurus who are talking about the same stuff. And they're going to tell you how to land a big distribution deal. Many of these other gurus are going to purport that it only takes a great movie and a bunch of schmoozing and AFM to score the biggest deal of your life. And I would, I got to tell you, like this podcast right now that you're listening to would be way more popular if all I did was get on here every week and sell you the sex appeal of Hollywood. But I refuse. I refuse to do that. I've worked with way too many filmmakers who've gotten seduced by sexy movie selling shenanigans only to contract a painful bout of distribution chlamydia. And yes, I just used the word chlamydia. Um, incidentally, this is how my buddy describes all the stuff that I'm doing. He says that if, uh, if you were to read my blog, he says, you know, everybody pays top dollar for the sex, but nobody wants to admit that they need a shot of penicillin. In other words, I'm telling you some pragmatic approaches to filmmaking, whether or not you want to listen to them is up to you. But let me just give you a little example of what I'm talking about. Last year, I was at AFM and a first-time feature filmmaker approached me. We started talking and he enthusiastically told me about this great deal that he landed. It turns out that this guy agreed to sign away a percentage of his movie rights just for the privilege, and get this, of embedding the distributor's player on his Facebook page. This guy told me that this would be an easy way for him to sell directly to his audience. And, you know, I congratulated him. What else could I do? But I couldn't help but actually puke a little bit more in my mouth. Here was yet another first-time filmmaker seduced by the dark side. But he seemed happy. At least he could go back to Ohio and brag about his big Hollywood deal. And I'm sure the distributor was just as happy. But if this guy had done just a little bit more homework, a little bit more preparation, he would have realized quite a few things, not the least of which is there are already tons of embeddable players in existence, and most of them will not lock you in an exclusive deal. So it's important that you never make a rash decision with your movie. You want to think long term, and you always want to ask yourself, is this the best opportunity for my movie? Is this the best deal? Is this the best project? Am I willing to sign away X number of percentage for X number of years? So let me go ahead and give you five tips, five hopefully very useful tips for navigating the American film market. Number one, do not enter the market without a clear objective. Find a list of people that you want to meet and figure out why they should take time to meet you. If you can answer that question, you're going to be ahead of most independent filmmakers. Number two, refine your pitch and make sure that whatever you say sounds interesting. Number three, only spend your time pitching your movie to people who are looking for your type of movie. For example, if you meet with some people that are interested in distributing horror movies, do not pitch them your romantic comedy. It won't be a fit. It will be a waste of both of your time. 
Number four, have a nice business card, but do not give out your business card unless somebody is actually interested in your pitch. Number five, do not do a deal without doing your due diligence. That was almost a tongue twister, so let me repeat that. Do not do a deal without doing your due diligence. What this does is it allows you some time to really take a look at the deal and make sure that you're going to go into business with people that are on the up and up. This is going to help you avoid bottom feeders, and it's going to allow you to take pause before you sign away valuable rights to your movie. Now, I know a lot of you are going to fly out uh, to AFM, and the fun part of it is you're going to be able to slam a few cocktails with some Hollywood hotshots. And that's great, right? But the primary reason you're there is so that you can meet someone willing to distribute your movie. But again, be cautious. Out of the 1,500 buyers with billions of dollars in buying power that AFM advertises, AFM does indeed attract its fair share of Hollywood wackos and bottom feeders who just want to promise you the world and then never deliver. So, you know, your goal is to arm yourself with as much information so that you can be prepared to go out there. And if a deal comes your way, you'll be able to kind of separate the BS from, from the actual stuff. Um, as I mentioned, for those of you that have taken part in my How to Sell Your Movie system, which you can find at howtosellyourmovie.com, uh, I want to plan a date where we can all meet up at AFM and, and kind of talk shop. Plus, it would be just a great opportunity to get to know all of you face-to-face. Uh, for those of you who are not yet on the inside group, um, you're welcome to sign up over at howtosellyourmovie.com. You'll get all sorts of information on how to market and sell your movie uh, that goes above and beyond what I shared here today. But again, no need to do any of that stuff. I just enjoy being able to share information with you, and I'm really grateful that you've taken some time to listen. Um, I have a little bit of an allergy today, so hopefully you can still make out what I'm trying to say. Um, (laughs) Above all else, take action and make your movie now. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.